Welcome in Tuesday, July 7th. I'm like, wait a minute, this month is almost a third over and we just just had the holiday. Yeah, that's how it rolls. You know, it's going to seem like a time warp today because the moon is on a bit. Oh, hi. Welcome back into the Fun Astrology Podcast. Thomas Miller thanking you for stopping by here for a couple of minutes to listen to some astrology to start the day. So the moon, I was going to say, it's going to feel like kind of a day suspended in time because the moon is void, of course, on a long one this time. It is in Aquarius right now, headed toward Pisces, but not until tomorrow. And there are no more aspects between here and the county line between Aquarius and Pisces. So it is on a long void, of course. So the moon will not move into Pisces until 2-12 tomorrow afternoon. Wow. Yeah, this is a long one. Void, of course, periods are interesting. I am studying horary astrology now as well. Financial astrology going very well, working Now I decided to dig up and and really dig into horary. So that's where you ask the chart questions. And there are a lot of rules around horary, and it's interpreted completely different. And one of those rules is when the moon is void, of course, you can't ask the question. So I picked a really crummy time to like get all excited about <laughs> doing horary astrology, and then i got to slam the brakes on until tomorrow afternoon. But rules are rules, so I'll, I'll uh, have to go with this one because I want to learn it right and learn it well. Now, the next big thing we talked about yesterday, we'll just mention again today, and then we'll drill down on it more tomorrow. Mercury squares Mars tomorrow morning at 6.38 a.m. Eastern Time. Now, that's kind of the wrap-up of everything in the sky that is not different from everything else that we've talked about. And we went around the horn yesterday and pretty much put everything back in its place as we use the analogy of baking a loaf of bread and everything is in the oven. So now that my little sabbatical trip is over and back here at home base, I wanted to, uh, I'm going to spend some time doing this video on the inauguration. And I thought we would just take just a second and let me plant a seed in your consciousness. And I'm going to be very careful and very delicate with this. This is something for you to go in and do your own work on. In fact, if you'd like some assistance on this or some companion material, Majana did a podcast on her episode called Life After Life Radio. So just go on your podcast app and search Life After Life Radio, and you will get her podcast. And the episode that she released on July 5th is very uh, companion-esque. To what I'm going to be saying. It talks about the work that's going on right now. She does readings connecting people with their angels and guides and, and giving advice and looking at situations from that perspective. And she talks in there about some of the readings that have happened lately and in this context of the shift of consciousness that's going on. Over here, we stay in the astrological filter And this all began, again, with the trip of the domino on January 12th when Saturn and Pluto conjoined for the first time since the year 1518. That is, in the sign of Capricorn. They conjoin every 28 and a half years, but this time was in Capricorn, which is Saturn's home turf, and that's what made this one so special. Now, 
the sights have turned to the fall. So like I said, between now and then, what's in the oven is pretty much going to be in the oven. Saturn, Pluto, Jupiter don't move until the fall. Neptune doesn't move for years. Mars doesn't move until January. Uranus doesn't move for years. Venus will be doing its thing. It has had its retrograde, so it's direct now. So it's about every three weeks. Its orbit is, what is it? It's 0.6. It's 224, 224 days, I believe around the sun for venus so it's about three weeks once mercury gets out of retrograde it so the so really all that's going to be moving all that's going to really be moving are the moon the sun mercury after it gets out of retrograde in mid-july and venus and then everything else is where it will be until january isn't that amazing like I said, the bread is in the oven. <laughs> are you, are you, how are we going to turn the light on and have a peak? So the focus now is shifting to me, uh, really to the period of November around the election. And I say the election so casually. I'm sorry for those of you not in the U.S. Obviously, I'm talking about the November 3rd election between what it looks like will be Joe Biden and his chosen running mate and Donald Trump, presuming he chooses Mike Pence as his running mate. And then when we line things up astrologically after that, we have the domino trip of kind of what looks like phase two of these astrological alignments that could lead to correlating world event headlines. So the little bug I wanted to put in your mind here, and I'm going to work on this new video that I'll have available pretty soon, taking a look at the election and the inauguration. Because I think if there's going to be uh, new disruption, it's going to happen around that period. And I want you to be at least aware of what the shadow side could say. And then within that, we're doing the work, and that's what Majana talks about. And then within that, every one of us has to decide how we individually for ourselves and our families are going to prepare for what might possibly happen and i think that's where each one of us has to do our own internal work and let the universe and our soul guide our own directions and our preparations for ourselves and our families and that is within the understanding that astrology has two sides and that there is nothing written in stone here Now, you might come back and say, oh, does that mean that we could have collectively, consciously avoided the coronavirus and all of this, the economic stuff that's happened? Yeah, but there hadn't been any evidence that we're there. Could we avoid future things coming? I would say yes, if the collective consciousness moved in that direction, which I'm not seeing that it is. In fact, a big part of what we're seeing might be going the other way. And that's the thing with this. Pendulums swing. Energies change. So the little bug is, let's start looking at the fall. And we'll start doing some things to prepare ourselves for that as best we can. Because that's where the energies are pointing us. And we've gone in that direction since we first joined together a little over a year ago now. And we have certainly since Saturn and Pluto. And that's where we will continue to focus and just let the chart lead. And then you do your own internal work from there. Hey, by the way, I wanted to say for those of you who have hit the little tip jar that we have, I took the announcement off, but it's it's in the show notes every day. So 
Thank you for those of you who have done that. I really appreciate it. Nice to circulate. All right, we will see you again tomorrow. We've got Mercury and Mars squaring up in the morning. Have a good day. Bye-bye.